I hadn't thought I'd come here, but second thought this morning, go with me to the book of Hebrews, the first chapter. <clears throat> if you hadn't already, last Sunday you stole her heart. <laughs> Well, good. We, we were surprised, pleasantly surprised, that you'd showed such care for us. And we appreciate it. With one thing back, we've always been welcome here and felt at home here. So it's good, it's good to be here yeah. again this morning. I said I hadn't planned on coming here, but just uh, sitting here this morning, <laughs> I thought it better that we're doing what we call celebrating Christmas, uh, which is a Roman Catholic holiday. And <laughs> But one thing about it, the people of God don't have to remember the reason for the season. <laughs> You don't have to be prompted that way. It's always before my coming out would-be church up on the corner at, in Trinity. You always got these people out waving. Yeah. I want to see how many was there this morning. But the wind had laid and it wasn't too bad, so we had three, I think, this morning. <laughs> waving. Then it come on down the road a ways, and there's the uh, other would-be church, the rising sun. Then it come a little further, and there's a little sign there that said, He is risen. So we got the whole message on the way, <laughs> <laughs> on the way out. <clears throat> I come by the people up there waving and I wonder what in the world what their message is. I'm sure it's not too good just looking at the activity around there. So, book of Hebrews, the first chapter, said God. That's where he began. That's it. That's the reason we're here this morning. It's in Him that we live and move and have our being. The reason we got up this morning is God. So, we look unto Him for all things. He said, Who at sundry times in divers manners spake in times past unto the fathers by the prophets? That was pure grace. Pure grace that he spoke to them by the prophets. It hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir. Heirship. There we go again. Inheritance. Heir of all things. The Father hath given it unto him. They've made a covenant together. 
in Jesus Christ kept that covenant to the end to the point that he said it is finished. It's finished. Made him appointed heirs of all things by whom also he made the world. It wasn't anything made without him. Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, this is God. God has come and spoken to his people and upholding all things by the word of his power. When he had by himself purged our sins, made us pure. Purged the sins from his people. That's what he come for, to save his people from their sin. So in his life, he has purged his people. And then he sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. He had gained that rest. <clears throat> Paul spoke the other day unto us about that rest. Yes. He had sit, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high the Trinity, the three in one. They had come together and accomplished that thing that they had set out to do in beginning. Being made so much better than the angels as he hath by inheritance. There it is again. It inherited. The Father hath given him a people. And He's going to be their God, and they're going to be His people. And He hath given it to Him. He hath inherited it. And He hath obtained a more excellent name than they, for under which of the angels say He at any time, Thou art my Son. Under His Son, He said, This is my Son in whom I am well pleased. <clears throat> this day have I begotten thee. And I don't believe it stops with Jesus Christ. He's speaking of here. But it stops also with his people. It carries on through them. This day have I begotten thee. And again... I will be to him a father unto Christ and unto his people. They're, he's going to be their God. They're going to be his people. Yes. And he shall be to me a son. And again, when he bringeth in the first begotten, the firstborn into the world, he saith, and let all the angels of God worship him. And of the angels he saith, Who maketh his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire? Our God is a consuming fire. Said, But unto the Son 
he saith, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever a scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom have no end. By the way, it didn't have any beginning either. No beginning and no end. Forever. Forever. It's kind of hard for us to get hold of that, isn't it? Forever. Mm. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. Is crowned, is crowned with glory and honor above our imagination. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with all the gladness above thy fellows. The anointed Christ. Christ. So much said this morning about Christ, but I'm not sure that they understand the anointing of the Father that came upon Christ. And then upon His people. He gave Him a people. And He's come to save His people from their sin. And he hath anointed thee with all the gladness above thy fellows. Most highly, it must be that he would have the preeminence above thy fellows. It's all in him, in Jesus Christ the anointed. And thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth and the heavens are the works of thine hands. They shall perish. Always, always a warning. Always a warning. But thou remainest, and they all shall wax old as doth a garment. And as a vesture shalt thou fold them up, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same. Always the same. He never changes, does he? And they shall be changed, but thou art the same, and thy years shall not fail. But to the angels, said he at any time, sit on, but not to which of the angels at any time, Sit on my right hand until I make thy enemies thy footstool. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? Heirs. What a wonderful thought that He came that He might give us Gifts in the church that might carry on the ministry, always declaring the righteousness of Jesus Christ and holding that forth to the utmost. 
He is our God. It's whom we look for. And in these last times, He has come upon us. In the last days, not, not made of the last days nowadays, but we are in the last days, have been ever since the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Go with me then over the book of Numbers. The 16th chapter. I was thinking on this this week. Uh, how that we're so people of God, I'm talking about it, so mingled in with this world. The wheat with the tares. And it's all mingled together. I guess in verse 31 where I'll begin. Read a good bit here. And it came to pass as he had made an end of speaking all these words that the ground clave asunder that was under them. And the earth opened her mouth and swallowed them up and their houses and all the men that appertained unto Korah and all their goods, not only was they swallowed up, but all that they had swallowed up with them. <clears throat> they and all that appertained to them went down alive into the pit, and the earth closed upon them, and they perished from among the congregation. And all Israel that were round about them fled at the cry of them, for they said, Lest the earth swallow us up also. And there came out a fire from the Lord. What did we just say? The Lord is consuming fire and consumed the 250 men that offered incense. They were doing what they do today, blowing the holy smoke, they called it. Swinging their little censer and little smoke coming out of it, but but it wasn't pleasing to God. They had followed Korah. They had gone the way of the wicked, worshipped everything but God, and that's what's going on in our day. Uh, it's kind of. <laughs> Kind of sickening when you look at the news nowadays. They try men are trying to appease everything but God. They're afraid they'll make the homosexual mad or or somebody else mad. They need to be made mad. That's what these people same thing. Going the way of the devil. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, <clears throat> that he take up the censers out of the burning, and scatter thou the fire yonder, for they are hallowed. This is the Lord's thing they were using. 
It was a hallowed thing they were using. It was an instrument of worship to the Lord. It was an instrument to to blow holy smoke, if you will. Truly holy smoke. One that the one that was uh, sweet in the nostrils of God. But these this wasn't so. The censors of these sinners sinners against their own souls. Let them make them broad plates for a covering of the altar. For they offered them before the Lord, therefore they are hallowed, and they shall be a sign unto the children of Israel. It's going to be there forevermore. A plate for the covering of the altar. Lord, we're jealous over the altar because that's where the sacrifice was going to be made. The pure sacrifice was going to be made on this altar. Thinking on these things also, and I've mentioned it quite a few times in the past, that when they were instructed to build an altar, they were to build it where the priest could just walk up to it, not have to climb over anything. It, he said so they wouldn't expose their nakedness. That's how serious the Lord is about these things. So they could walk up to the altar without doing that. And Eleazar the priest took the brazen censers, wherewith they that were burnt had offered and they were made broad place for a covering of the altar to be a memorial. It's always a reminder. Lord's always reminding His people. Comes to them by the Spirit over and over and over. It is bears witness with our spirits. What a Spirit to be a memorial unto the children of Israel. Every time that the Lord instructed them to build an altar, they built it up with rough stones, plastered the outside of it and wrote the law up on it for a memorial that always remember that no stranger, which is not of a seed of Aaron, come near to offer incense before the Lord. Remember this. Man cannot worship God outside of the power of God. They were trying to worship, but in the wrong manner, in the wrong spirit. No spirit there. And that's what's wrong today. With the churches in our land today, there's no spirit there. The spirit has left. It left up off of the threshold and left it. The spirit has ascended. That he be not as Korah 
and as his company, as the Lord said to him by the hand of Moses. But on the morrow, all the congregation of the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron, against God's men. They were murmuring. You have killed the people of God. That's kind of what they've accused us of in the sovereign grace movement of today. You've killed the people. You don't offer them any opportunity for salvation. You've killed the people of God. But the Lord saves His people, believe me. And it came to pass when the congregation was gathered against Moses and against Aaron that they looked toward the tabernacle of the congregation and behold, a cloud covered it and the glory of the Lord appeared and it was a covering, a covering for the temple, for the tabernacle. And Moses and Aaron came before the tabernacle of the congregation. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, Get you up from among this congregation that I may consume them as in a moment. And they fell upon their faces. And Moses said unto Aaron, Take a censer and put fire therein from off the altar and put on incense. And go quickly unto the congregation and make an atonement. Now understand, make an atonement for them. For there is a wrath gone out. And the Lord, from the Lord and the plague is begun. The parallel here this morning of plague it's begun. It's been going a while. We need an intercessor to come and stay the plague. And Aaron took his Moses' command and ran into the midst of the congregation. And behold, the plague was begun among the people. He put on incense and made an atonement, a propitiating for the people. atonement for the people. And he stood between the dead and the living, and the plague was stayed. But they were all together, all mingled, as it will be always with the Lord. He's chosen to leave the wheat and the tares together, to grow up together. But he was standing between the dead and the living, and the plague was stayed. And now they that died in the plague were 14,700. And beside them that died about the matter of Korah. That's, that's some more people. Why? Because they were not worshiping the Lord. 
and because they were murmuring against the Lord. You have the Lord's people. You have killed your own people. Now they that died in the plague were 14,700 besides them that died about the matter of Korah. And Aaron returned unto Moses unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation and the plague was stayed. He had made intercession for the people and the plague was stayed. An atonement. And they were left the wheat and the tares to go until the day that the Lord would gather them. But the plague here was stayed. And so it is with the people of God, the plague is stayed. But make no mistake about it, the Lord is not slack concerning His promise. Whether it be good things or bad, He'll carry it out and see it to the end because it is finished with Him and with the people of God because He has sat down at the right hand of the Father on high and the work was finished from the beginning.